distinct drama, fresh and original. As well as bringing you great interviews and reunions with the people behind some of our favourite TV programmes and films of the past, every now and then on Distinct Nostalgia, we like to bring you original drama and comedy. And so especially for Christmas, we're delighted to bring you an exclusive comedy drama trilogy by the highly talented Carl Chetty, with a star-studded cast over three parts. Soft Centres, Hard Centres and Dark Centres. And this is Dark Centres, with Sir Derek Jacobi as Frankie and June Brown as Millicent, co-starring Helen Lederer as Mrs Hamilton and Christopher Ryan as Mr. Hamilton. Frankie! Frankie, what are you doing sitting in that doorway? I thought you was a tramp. And why ain't this shop open yet? Well, while the Hamiltons are away... The Marshall players, that is. Precisely. Charming. That's a great attitude to have, ain't it? I must have left my keys on the signboard, Millicent. You are losing it, sunshine, big time. I am not. I remembered them just as I jumped off the tube, and he seemed daft to go all the way back. Lucky one of us has still got her marbles, eh? And why are you so late, Millie? I had a long chin wag with my Ricardo. I don't know why your son had to go and change his name to Ricardo. He's a photographer, not a film star. <laughs> and I had to turn away a few customers, including your Mr Salmon. Desperate for his champagne truffles. Mr Salmon? With the dimple? Did he ask after me? Yes. Is there something going on between you two? Chance to be a fine thing, but I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, his broad shoulders. They make me all of a quiver. I can't quite make out his accent. Is he Australian? South African. When's he coming back? You know he's married? Yes, but his wife's in home. She don't know what day of the week it is, poor soul. Bit like you. Dazed and confused. There, but for the grace. I wish you wouldn't talk like that, Millicent. It's not funny. I keep telling you, there's nothing wrong with me. Nothing. Oh, ain't there? I can still tackle all the Sudokos in my puzzle book. Really? Yeah. We all get a bit forgetful with old age. I certainly haven't got. Oh, what is it? Alzheimer's. Y- yes, that damn thing. Well. Why didn't you ask me about me holiday when? Well, your horses, I was just about to. You're certainly bronzed. Careful, sis. Skin cancer. <laughs> Menorca was sizzling. Used to tagged along. Never in your life. Besides, it's full of riffraff. You could have worn your dicky bow on the beach. Mm, very amusing. I suppose <laughs> you wore your G-string. Here I thought you'd have caught the travel bug after we'd done Canada and America last year. Oh, that was different. It was to visit my son, Rainer. I can die happy now I've seen him. And we visited my beautiful son, Ricardo. Why is your Rick back in this country anyway? Wants to be close to his mum now. I'm entering my twilight years. Rick's just a perfect son. What did he have to say to you today that was so important? Oi, that's between mother and son. It wouldn't be like that. But don't forget, he's my nephew. 
Okay. Rick and Scott have been together forever and a day, will you know that? Yeah. You talk about the pair of them often enough. Well, they keep rowing. Even came to blows once. What have they have to argue about? Rick ain't told me yet. He keeps beating about the bush. Now, what could be the problem? You must have a faint suspicion. With your radar. Well, Ricardo does have a bit of a roving eye. <laughs> like mother, like son. <laughs> Having said that, I can't see him cheating on Scott a fourth time. Can you? Of course I can. What planet are you on? Oh, typical you never like my cherub. It's not true. He's actually grown on me. Like fungus. I'm going down to my dungeon. Give me a whistle if you get inundated. With two customers. Lunchtime already, Frankie. Who's up on the counter? You ain't left the shop unattended again. Master Dominic Hamilton finally decided to show his face. I should think so too, as he owns the place. Still super good to his new phone, is he? Yes. He was chatting to one of his pals about Janet. Janet this, Janet that. Who's Janet? Looks like he's got himself a little girly friend. Ah, so that's it. That explains a lot. How do you mean? Well, that's why I didn't go to that Poskiva shop with Mummy and Daddy this year. Hormones. Well, he's trying to get used to living alone, he said on the phone. Attempting to fend for himself. He'll probably burn down the Hamilton mansion. Well, give me a shout at the sign of Anki Thiamond. <laughs> God, trust you any time, any place. Don't know where the time's going. I remember Mrs Hamilton bringing Master Dominic in, a babe in arms. And now he's six foot four and dating. <coughs> I can smell mothballs. Mothballs? <coughs> Oh, it must be my new duty-free perfume. <coughs> yeah, Trollop by Lentheric. No, it's a new fragrance. Vixen, don't you like him? Oh, no, it smells like the inside of a whore's coffin. Oh, that's charming, that is. Very poetic. <coughs> it's taking the lining off my throat. Good. I'll squirt some more on then. <coughs> is this for a man? Of course. Yes, Mr Salmon, eh? With a Kirk Douglas dimple? Yes, if you must know. He just buzzed me to suggest a bite in that swanky new bistro opposite. Yeah, talk about doing it on your own doorstep. I never turned down an arty meal with a gentleman. Yeah, and the rest. I don't know where you get this idea that I'm some kind of man-eater. Yes, just like your offspring. Birds of a feather, flock. You cheeky bastard, don't you dare run mine Ricardo down. The truth hurts. You ain't never liked him. And I've never forgiven you for calling him a fat faggot. He ain't fat. No, if I hadn't liked Rick, I wouldn't have stayed in his apartment with you and his other half over in San Francisco now, would I? You were a grumpy swine all through the week. I'm setting my ways, Millie. I felt mighty awkward. Ricardo is your nephew, as you uh, stated earlier. Yeah, I... I, um... I walked in on him late one night. What? I never knew that. You had no business snooping about in them boys' private bedchamber. Well, you'll have to blame my, my, um, somnambulism. Somnambulism? Next you'll be telling me it was sleepwalking. I don't believe you. You were just poking about and you got a little surprise. I got a surprise, all right. Rick didn't see me. He... Enough, Frankie, before I really lose me rag. But it was embarrassing, catching my nephew. Stop right there. I don't want to hear no more. 
Look, I was so hacked off when you made him take down his David Ockneys. I love all them paintings of youngsters in L.A. swimming pools. Takes me back to the day I met Rick's handsome dad down the local Lardo. So, when are you off to lunch with your latest victim? Salmon reminds me a bit of your ex-hubby. I'll go when you're safely back upstairs on duty. I can see right into that restaurant from behind the counter. Thanks to my new laser eye surgery. Well, I'll make sure we have a window seat so you can have a good gorb then. Oh, I can't wait to see Mr Salmon again. My silver fox. The closest I'm ever going to get to canoodling with Richard Gere. I'll keep an eye on you with my Galileo telescope. Telescope now, is it? What's happened to the binoculars? What you kept under your dirty magazines? Master Dominic borrowed them to do some plane spotting at Gatwick and lost them. Typical of that clan. Were you uh, reimbursed? (coughs) No. They belonged to his father in the first place. And what was Mr Hamilton doing with a pair of binoculars? Don't tell me it's a peeping top. Mr H likes to dabble in a spot of bird watching. Oh, yeah. And what are vital statistics? And I wonder if Mrs Hamilton knows... You know, when I walked in on Rick that night... Oh, I knew you'd come back to that topic. Shut it. You see, there's nothing wrong with my memory. Millicent, I must tell you what I witnessed. Rick... Subject closed. I don't want to know. I'm going to say it anyway. I ain't listening. La, 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 la. He wasn't in a compromising position with Scott... Well, the way you was banging on, it sounded like he was doing something out of the Karma Sutra. Oh, Millicent. Why were you so embarrassed if he was on his top? But that's just it. Rick wasn't on his own. Oh, Scott was asleep beside him. Shock horror. Not exactly. Rick was with two men, and they were both of foreign extraction. No sign of his Scott. Well... I brought my Ricardo up not to be racist. Aren't you shot? That he's married to Scott but having a threesome with... Yes, I am. But Rick's such a good looker. What's he supposed to do when blokes chuck themselves at him morning, noon and night? It must be hard. Have a bit of self-control and some bromide. If the pussycat dolls threw themselves at you, you wouldn't say no. You'd be straight up to Dr Quitter's surgery, pleading for a Viagra prescription. I don't have much of a... Libido at my age. Huh. I've seen you undressing our window dresser with them swivelling eyeballs. Obscene. I was giving young Scarlet a hand with her silks. A silk draws more light, dirty devil. I work two days a week now, so I never see Scarlet. <laughs> oh, look. He's turning Scarlet. <laughs> All over. A pervert. Mm, takes one to know one, Millicent Mud. Yeah, what do you do with yourself now they've cut your hours? You're very secretive about time off. The days seem long and empty sometimes. What about that woman of yours? What woman? Oh, come on, spill the beans. Alice Sidebottom is not my woman. (laughs) Oh, so that's her name. She's a very nice, refined lady. One in a million. Yeah, I never found out exactly how you two met. She was walking her sausage dog. I bent down to make a fuss of Pandora (laughs) and we just clicked. Is she married? We wouldn't want you fraternising with a married woman. I mean, that'd be against all your principles. She's widowed, like me. Very convenient. Any mucky kids in tow? No. 
Alice couldn't have any, apparently. Snogged her in the back row of the Odeon, yeah? Nosy. I'm interested in me brother's shenanigans. Alice stopped by my front gate to admire my red-hot pokers. Put the kettle on, Mr Finch, she said. Oh, yeah. Course she's a fast worker, isn't she? Well, next minute we were sitting in my parlour enjoying a milky beverage and a fondant fancy. So, you just spend time going round to each other's houses then. Is she uh, after your will? No. And if you must know, Alice spends a lot of time tending to the herb garden in my courtyard. She used to be a herbalist before going oh, into... Oh, little Miss Culpepper you got there. Rather her me, you know I hate gardening. Alice has green fingers. Has she now? Green fingers, green arms, green legs, green toes. I suppose she's got green tits and all. Now, don't be vulgar. <laughs> Is Alice giving you an inferiority complex with all her horticultural skills? Like hell. We visited umpting garden centres together. Ricardo and Scott loved the springtime nurseries. Yeah, we go there fortnightly. Alice points out all the flora, cleverly identifying everything, educating me with all that Latin terminology. I'd rather walk over a landmine. Then our legs give way and we have a scone and a couple in the nursery cafe. She keeps an eye on me, stopping me from adding sugar. She uses sweetener. Tries to protect me from the dreaded diabetes. Like me, Frankie, I'm always warning you Why about... Why do you and Alice think I'm doomed to a life of diabetes or Alzheimer's? Is she on the pill? HRT pill. <laughs> Got a freedom pass yet. How old is your girlfriend? Around your age. But you never guessed to look at her. She has skin like Gossamer. Oh, and violet eyes. Just like Elizabeth Taylor. When we stroll down the road together, we look like father and daughter. In fact, we bumped into a milkman recently and he asked me if I was her father. Oh, I shouldn't have admitted that to you. Perhaps she sees you as a father figure. Oh, possibly. There's certainly no physical attraction between us. No. No. Now, don't look at me like that. Alice doesn't do anything for me in that department. Those days have long gone. I'm happy to lead the life of a monk. Celibacy is fine. I don't even think about... I wash Frankie Finch. Unlike you, of course. I know you can't function without a man. Or three in your life. Cheers for the vote of confidence. I was worried when you took in a lodger. I mean, you don't know who you're rubbing shoulders with these days. Could be a psycho, a serial killer. I am streetwise, you know. I worry about your safety. Worry about yours, especially behind the wheel. I mean, I don't want to see you turning up on one of those TV crime reconstructions. This lodger. You never told me anything about him. Mind your own bloody business. You're the one who's secretive. Well, I had to turn detective, Millie Mud, so I followed you home one night. Your neck curtains are brown with smoke. You what? Ain't I entitled to a private life? I saw him. The lodger. You've taken in a vagrant. He ain't a vagrant. I'm living with Johnny. Go away. Johnny Mudge, your ex-hubby? Yeah, he's fallen on hard times, lost everything, so I took pity on him. He's uh, Rick's dad, all said and done. Ah, oh, but is he, though? What's that supposed to mean, smart-ass? Oh, you do have such sensitive skin, don't you? Oh, she cried when I saw Johnny. Cos I could barely find the man I married under the blooming cat's weasel exterior. 
You know he'd once been a fit copper. He used to swim like a dolphin. Talk about man from Atlantis. It was a crying shame. Now he's just turned into this pitiful bag of bones thanks to that spiteful prostate problem. So what we've been doing is nursing him till he slips away. Who's we? Rick and me have to take it in turns. I chose to look after Johnny because we have history. It's a case of I don't get on with you, but I love you sort of thing. But I thought father and son were still estranged. No. I've never quite forgiven Johnny for disowning Rick, though. All that unsavoury business. What did happen? You've always kept me in the dark about it. Did it stem from Rick's orientation? Well, of course it did. I know it did. John was just so angry about Rick coming out. Perhaps he'd been in a state the way Rick told his dad in a terrible temper. Rick had fallen for a womanising work colleague, but the feelings weren't reciprocated. When the man left for a job in Italy, Rick fell into a deep depression and kept visiting his Harley Street dock, but he just wouldn't snap out of it. Unusual, as Rick had always been cheerful. Yeah, that was the time he tried to kill himself, wasn't it? The beachy head incident. Yeah. Dark days, then, was. Thank God for Valium. I didn't press you for info then, because I knew it was a difficult period. See? My memory goes back. Rick had always been pretty close to his dad, and he'd been able to hide his persuasion. But one day, his dad confronted him, telling me he'd have to snap out of his black mood. Forget this girl, John said to Rick. You're a clever, good-looking boy. There are plenty of girls out there ripe for the plucking. Go and sow your wild oats, me old son. Rick's camper than a Catherine wheel. So I don't see how John could have barked up the wrong tree in the first place. Was John that unobservant? I'm coming to that, Frankie. Are you going to let me finish? Sorry. Carry on, Millie. Rick yelled at his father. What the hell are you talking about? You're a bloody policeman and yet you can't detect what's under your boxer's nose. And with that he spilt the beans, divulging the fact that he was in love with a man called Luca. Johnny collapsed. And when he come to, he never ever spoke to Rick again. I hated John for that. <gasps> Good grief, whatever's got into you? Oh, my heart's pounding like, like, like that gong in the rank films. Shut up, there's a bloody mouse. Yeah, where? There, it's just gone under the sink. Well, I'm not surprised with all your crappy takeaways. I've gone hot and cold and my hair's like tintins. Pizza, kebabs, curry, you're always leaving boxes, cartons and crumbs all over the shore. It's a pinstar. At least I'm adventurous. At least I don't stick to granary bread and Philadelphia cheese for me lunch like you have since time immemorial. Well, it's because of your carelessness we've got to deal with this episode now. We? Your name, Amazon? now, is it? I know you sometimes pass yourself off as Mr Hamilton to tourists. I hear him congratulating you on your chocolatey ears. And boy, do you lap it up. All I'm saying is a filthy rodent is our problem. I know, I know. So are we going to pull together so they don't have a shutdown like the delicatessen? Well, of course. Little buggers. Buggers? Have you seen more than one of the critters, then? No, but you know what they say. Where there's a Mickey, there's a Minnie. Here, what are you up to? I'm trying to have a look under the sink, you nick. Oh, damn. It's too dark. Have you got a torch? Oh, like you'll be able to catch anything with your athletic reflexes. Oh! Now what you done, oh. Mr Universe? My back! Well, you will do your impression of a flipping contortionist. 
What do you expect? He held me up, sis. I think I've twisted. Up you get. Straighten up. Oh. There. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's, it's not as bad as I feared. Silly ass. What are you? Oh, a silly ass, it would seem. And you're always right. Hallelujah. We finally agree on something. Yeah. Oh, when are the Hamiltons coming back from Switzerland? No idea. I got an open ticket. Hmm. Oh, morning, Mr Hamilton. Morning, Frankie. Uh, come down from there, please. Yeah, but I'm winding up the clock, Gov. Uh, just be careful. I don't relish coming back to any disasters like the last time you tackled that clock. Last time? Remember when you asked Millicent to hold on to that very same ladder? She let go to serve Baroness Bixby. You ended up on the floor with a broken leg. I don't recall that incident, Gav. You were off work for weeks. What with all the hospital treatment, physiotherapy, acupuncture... Hey, not me, Gav. You came in with the plaster cast signed by all the nurses. Hearts and kisses are plenty, I recall. Plaster cast? You even asked Yuri Geller to autograph it when he dashed in for some white chocolate to bake a £20 note for the parking meter. I remember Yuri. Yeah, Millicent wanted him to fix her wristwatch. She asked him if he was still a... A, <laughs> a bender. <laughs> Uh, Frankie, are you growing a beard? No. My face is as smooth as a baby's rump. Well, you haven't shaved this morning. You, you look rather stubbly. You're going into competition with that son of mine and his goatee. We don't want you turning into jolly old Father Christmas now, do we? And what about Millicent? Millicent? Oh, she has to use that special cream for her whiskers. Forget Millicent. What is that vile stench? We just had a delivery from Belgium, Gov. No, uh, there's a distinct smell of tomcats in here. Oh, that was a customer. You know Mr Peabody, the magistrate? He's a bit aromatic. Mr Peabody had a stroke. He's no longer with us. <coughs> I've gone on my break now. Already? Uh, the shop's barely open, Frankie. Yeah, well, I'm feeling peckish. I'm surprised. With traces of breakfast smeared on your waistcoat, smarten yourself up, man. This is Hamilton Chocolatiers, not a greasy spoon cafe. I'd like a hamburger with French fries. You don't eat junk food, Frankie. Your sister does. Yeah, and I fancy a creamy butterscotch milkshake. We're around the same age, you know, Frankie. Are we, Mr Hamilton? Yes, and I ought to be retired. Playing croquet, travelling, reading my collection of antiquarian books, reacquainting myself with Mendelssohn. You never retire like me. Oh, I'll have to slow down one day. Things are already at half cock. My tinnitus is getting worse, plus I can't sprint for a taxi anymore without wheezing and drawing on my inhaler. What about you, Frankie? A clean bill of health from the quack? Me? Yes, you. No, nothing wrong with me. Feels a free in a cattery. Are you quite sure about that? Uh, excuse me, Gov. And where are you venturing off to, Frankie? Uh, out. Uh, and I won't need a brolly. It's only drizzling. Frankie, uh, come back here. Uh, Frankie! We'll be back after a quick break. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. 
Yeah. Nah, man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't lie. play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Who is it? It's only me, Mrs. Hamilton. Oh. Come in, Millicent. Sorry to disturb you, Mrs. Hamilton. I didn't want to barge in. I thought your dishy dance teacher was still here, demonstrating the tango. Never mind, Jasper. What is the matter? You look whiter than my Basildon Bond. It's Frankie. I might have known. Can't you and your brother ever see eye to eye? You've been working together for 40 years. What's he done now? You do realise it's all trivia. So he's given someone a box of hard centres instead of soft centres. So what? That's what dentists are for. There are more important things to worry about. Honestly, in a hundred years' time, it won't matter. That pain in the bum's gone walkabout, Mrs H. Don't speak in riddles, Millicent. I have so much correspondence to deal with. Come to the point. Frankie's gone AWOL. AWOL? You mean... He's vanished? Well, he went off on a break and we ain't seen him since. Of course, we all know he's always has a longer break than all the staff here, but this is pushing it. How long has your brother been missing? Long enough for us to get twitchy, Mrs Hamilton. So, who's upstairs on the counter, then? Your old man's holding the fort. Mr Hamilton? Serving? In the shop? In an overall? I don't mean to be forward, Mrs Hamilton, but I see you've been crying. Mascara's a dead giveaway. I don't cry. Mummy brought me up to be stoic. I can tell. Your eyes are all dusty Springfield. You look like a bloody panda. What's occurred? Don't you think you should get back upstairs to Bruce, uh, Mr Hamilton, and the sinking ship? No, he's far too busy. Help him, then! Busy doing his telegraph crossword, and I can't help him with that now, can I? I mean, Daily Star, maybe. Sounds like Mr Hamilton, slaving away. If Frankie ain't back soon, we ought to call the old Bill. He's like an accident waiting to happen. Absolutely. Call the police sooner than later. Is everything all right between you and Mr Hamilton? Only my antennae uh, detect something's up. I really don't wish to discuss my affairs with you. Is it to do with Jasper, your dance teacher? I beg your... Look, I know he's a beefcake. If you've got a crush on Jasper, then it ain't worth it. My son's gaydar is all spot on. He twigged Gok Wan. I know about Jasper's homosexuality. Oh. He told me. Heavens, I shouldn't be talking to you like this in such a... Explicit way. <laughs> explicit. If you think that's explicit, you've just seen the erotic film on telly last night, Mrs H. The cook, the thief, his wife and her dildo. <laughs> <laughs> there comes a time when you run out of jokes to cover up pain. Really, I must finish these letters. Seriously, you can't have the Oxford Jasper. I don't like where this conversation is heading. Why, because you're my boss and I'm your worker. No, no, of course not. Well? Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I sounded aloof. Oh, look, Mrs Hamilton, we've known... Mrs Hamilton is stuffy. 
Call me Josephine. Look, Jojo, we've known each other. Call me Josephine? I said. I drew the line at Jojo. Look, Josephine, we've known each other a hell of a long time now. We've shared in some joys and sorrows in our lives. I've told you about my lovely son and his love life, and I've told you about my love life. <laughs> or lack of it. You told me little bits and pieces about your life. You know, this garden party, that gala, this polo match, and that functions, but only minimum info. No stories about who you met and what frock you wore and what the talent was like. And I'm really interested. I'll give you the lowdown on Rick's graduation, but you told me, sweet F.A., about Dominic's. We're quite similar. Contrary to popular belief, I ain't stupid. Oh, far from it, Millicent. <coughs> Mr Hamilton can bloody well answer that upstairs. I see the way you look into Jasper's big hazel eyes. You're in love with him, and you're on a road to nowhere, duck. Knock twinkle toes on the head. I don't know who to talk to about it. I only have two close friends, but I don't wish to tell them. I'm an only child, so no brother or sister to confide in. No brother? <laughs> Ain't you the lucky one? What? Sorry to be flippant, Josephine. Well, if my parents were alive, I wouldn't have discussed it with them anyway. Not the dumb thing. Have you said anything to Master Dominic? My sweet little pumpkin. Don't be ridiculous. What's ridiculous? I'd tell my Ricardo if I had designs on the butcher, the baker or the flipping candlestick maker. That's different. Besides, Dominic's not the type of son I could talk to about such personal things. That looks like you've got no one else apart from me. The Samaritans, the confessional box, or dear Chlamydia, <laughs> the new agony aunt. <laughs> well, very well, Millicent. I'll make us a nice cup of your Ceylon fine, tippy golden, flowery orange pico, and you can unload. No, I'll make the tea for a change. You sit down. Sorry to interrupt you both, but Perry the Postman has just spotted a rather disorientated Frankie. Oh, God. Where, Mr Hamilton? Catholic Church, corner of Magnolia Street. Oh, thank heavens for that, Bruce. Little monkey, I'll kill him for stressing me out. Janet, I'm happy to say, has been found too. Janet? Dominic's girlfriend? I never knew Dominic's she was... pet mouse, Janet, went missing ages ago and they've been reunited. Dominic's cock-a-hoop. Lucky I never called in Rent-A-Kill. By <laughs> the way, an Alice Sidebottom just rang to speak to Frankie. Alice, his lady friend. Proper little Casanova he is. No. Alice is his nurse. Calls in on him regularly. And why weren't we informed of this, Millicent? I never knew myself, Mrs H. He's been leading a double life, then. The great pretender, as Freddie Mercury once sang about. Frankie had too much stubborn pride to admit he needed help. Little shyster. Nurse Alice had no idea that Frankie was still working here twice a week. This is deadly serious. I've no choice. I'm going to have to let him go. Oh, Mr Hamilton, it'll destroy me, brother. Sad to lose him, but business is abysmal. <laughs> Anyhow... Oi, fugitive. 
So this is where you're riding. Are you trying to give me a heart attack? No, you do a very good job of that every morning when you look in the mirror, scrotum features. No consideration. I nearly died. My ticker. Well, you're in the right place for a funeral then, ain't you? Bad job. God, these pews are hard and cold. My rear of the year is in jeopardy. You see that old codger genuflecting? He looks mm. like... Oh, what's his name? Dick Van Dyke? Yeah, she's taking her time. Oh, Mary Poppins? Oh, the good lady wife. Ivy? Yeah. And she knows how punctual I am. You'll be waiting a long time, because she's no longer... Don't tell me she's still at that ruddy haberdashery, working all the hours God sends. Poor Ivy. Yes, Ivy's probably still there, <laughs> doing a bit of overtime to earn a crust. He's a slave driver, that Mr Osborne is. Worse than the bloody Hamiltons. Not enough perks for my Ivy. Mr Osborne is a bit of a meanie, yeah. Ivy don't get much for discount for ribbons and thread and wool. Say what you like about the bloody Hamiltons, at least they allow us our ration of chocolates. So, what's your favourite chops, Frankie? I love my soft centres. What does it for you? I know you can't have hard nuts no more because of your gnashes. <laughs> or lack of them. I hate soft and hard centres. I only like dark centres. Dark centres? But Hamiltons don't sell. Oh, of course. Dark centres. Yeah, I love them too. They stay with me. Till Ivy gets here. I've got to get back to the grindstone, Frankie. The Hamiltons will have my guts for garters. Where are you working now, Millie? The co-op? Chocolate shop. Oak Street. Me too. Confectionery's my life. Coincidence. Uh, copycat. <laughs> I don't recall seeing you in the shop. We both work for the Hamiltons, don't we? What time is it? I've mislaid my pocket watch. Quarter to five. Oh, I'm missing my lenses. So you are. I must get back to the chocolatiers for my coffee. And a Garibaldi, if I'm lucky. <laughs> you must. <laughs> Mr and Mrs Hamilton's waiting for you. With your flipping P45. Are they? Are they waiting for me? Yeah. Let's take a cool walk back together. Together? It, it, we don't need to hold hands. Oh, your fingers are blue. They feel like icicles. I can find my way back without a poxy chaperone. Stop treating me like a kiddie, Millie. Going solo, are we? Here, your nose is running. It, shouldn't you be collecting your son from school? He'll be waiting in the playground for his mummy. Don't want him to be late for scouts. He's 42. My son is 42. Run along. I must light a candle for Lady Di. Will you be all right here in God's house? Yes, yes, yes. See you back at work then. Bye, Millie. <laughs> you call me Millie? Oh, that means a lot. Well, it's your bloody name, isn't it? Yeah. You think I'm cuckoo, cuckoo? No, I don't. Silly cow. Oh, sod off. I'm bloody sick of the sight of you.
again. Rosewater Lodge. Lovely big living room, isn't it? Who are all these old farts? Residents. You'll make some good mates here. I can't stay here yapping. I'll be late opening up. You left the shop over a year ago now, Frankie. What? What did you say? You retired at long last. We had a little party. Retired? And so am I. I couldn't work with you and I couldn't work without you. Do you live here too? No, no, I'm just sitting with you for a little while. I can't see the calendar from here. What day is it? Thursday. It's late spring, Frankie. Your favourite time of year. Oh, see the blossom? Through the French window, pink and white, like candy floss. Yeah, I like sweet things. I'd like a knickerbocker glory. Oh, never mind sweet things. You need air cut. Honestly, the state of you. You look like a cross between Barabbas and a mad scientist. <laughs> I should have brought my clippers in with me. And look at them black fingernails, worse than a gardener's. Well, I've lost my gauntlets, the maroon ones. Oh, and I bet your toenails are like hooves and all. You see, clover, Nigerian girl, mowing the lawn. Now, that's where you all ought to be. Al fresco. Clover cut my toenails for me and soaked my feet in the foot spa. Bliss. Clover has healing hands. Oh, well, that's something. So what have you been doing with yourself? Let's have a butcher's at your colouring books. Oh, oh, you have been a busy bee. Someone pinched my crayons. I know it was Roy over there in the corner. There. He's scum. The greasy-head one with the beige card, he reading the female eunuch, finger in his belt. No. The skinny Chinaman slumped over the piano. Maybe he likes drawing, too. You must share. Now, let's check out your masterpieces. Oh, yeah, very artistic. I love the royal blue tree with the purple leaves. And, oh, look at the zoo animals. Ruby red tiger, turquoise flamingo, lime green giraffe... <laughs> You're good at this, Frankie Finch. A natural. I, I spilt cocoa on my pink panther pyjama case. And you've been a right naughty boy, I understand. What do you mean? This place is run by a lovely middle-aged couple from Jamaica, and you called them... What? Well, I won't repeat the word, but years ago I read an Agatha Christie called Ten Little... Anyway... The title of the book was changed because it was offensive, so please don't let me hear you using language like that again. Do you hear me? Yeah, sorry. And what's this I hear about you cutting up your paisley tie and then stripping off, showing all and sundry your genitalia? I mean, it's not on. What did you think you was doing? Auditioning for that puppetry of the penis? I keep my soldier to myself. Not like Roy... Here... You've been picking at the scabs on that napper of yours again, ain't you? No, I haven't. Don't tell Porky's I can see all the blood spots on your fat head. Don't keep scratching your sores. My sores are itchy. I need to itch them. Look, I'll make sure you get some proper ointment. I borrowed some of Roy's talcum powder. So, so what else do you get up to in here then, eh? Got your eagle eye on any birds of paradise? Well, sometimes Gloria Gale and me play games. Do you now? Let me guess. Kiss, Chase? No. Snap. I don't understand Ludo or Cluedo. Which one's Gloria? 
The slim one with the bobble hat on, sticking her tongue in and out like a cobra. No, that's Rosemary. Gloria has a beard, no teeth. She's only pulling all the leaves off the yucca plant. I like Gloria. She helps me to tie up my buttons. She reminds me of a yeti. Fancy her, do you? No, <laughs> she's too airy. Be a bit tickly kissing her good night, eh, babe? <laughs> Your bag's full. What have you brought in for me? The usual. Your ginger nuts, mint imperials, roses, lime, cordial, lucasade, dandelion and burdock, cod liver oil capsules with multivitamins. All your favourites. And I've done your lottery. 5, 10, 15, 22, 39, 42. Nothing wrong with your memory for your lotto numbers, eh? <laughs> I treated you to a scratch card too. I was born... Under a wandering star. Now, I was born October the 1st at the crack of dawn. You was. What year, lovey? 1935. Whoa! Right again. Now, your date of birth, let me think. I don't expect you to remember mine. You never have. Mm. When's your birthday? Yesterday. It was yesterday. May Day. Oh, happy birthday for yesterday. Thanks, Frankie. Don't I get a peck on the cheek? What else have you got for me? In my bag of tricks. Well, I brought you in some photos to remind you... Well, there you go. Who's that funny-looking couple? <laughs> That's me and you behind the counter, Frankie. Oh. Why have we got red noses? It was red nose day, you know. Comic relief. Oh. Photos all blurred. Who shook the camera? Mercedes did. She's strutting her stuff in the High Courts of Justice now. You remember Mercedes? Mercedes? That's the car Mr Hamilton drives. <laughs> Mercedes worked with us for two years, in between studying for a law degree. You said Mercedes was like the darling daughter you never had. Oh, I can't place her. Now, there's a picture of us at your 70th. Oh, God, what a crowd in our humble shop. Ark at me, knocking back the leaf for our milks like there's no tomorrow. And there's Mrs Hamilton with her mouth full of cocktail sausage. And you're having a ball. Who's that lady licking my ear? <laughs> that ain't a lady. It's a lady boy called Titus. We clubbed together to get you a saucy kissogram. You needed a pacemaker after that stunt, remember? You're confusing me. I don't want to see any more. OK. Listen, do you want to go to your bedroom, have a rest... Or you could watch a nice film on the box. Someone said Pet Cemetery's on later. No, no, no I'll stay put. Now, where's my blunderbuss? I've got to keep an eye on my enemies. Enemies? Oh, don't be like that, Frankie. These good folk ain't your enemies. They're your new best friends. You're all in the same boat, really. Bleeding Titanic. <laughs> the Titanic. <laughs> You ain't as daft as you look. <laughs> no, but you are. <laughs> Hope you're mingling with the crazy gang in here. Yeah, I'm not the same as this shower. Ain't you, love? No. They're like messy, dribbling kiddies. Says him with a ton of gravy on his jumper and tracksuit bottoms. At least, I hope it's gravy. Yeah, and what's that supposed to mean? I'm just praying you haven't had another little accident. You know... Remember when you missed the commode? 
carpet had to be spring cleaned, even though it was autumn. I told you, I'm not like the occupants in here. They're common. I come from aristocratic stock. Of course you do, little Lord Fauntleroy. Mum and Dad haven't been in to see me yet. I told you before, Frankie. They've gone. Drifted on? Many moons ago, I'm afraid. How did they... Remind me what happened. Mum had tuberculosis. She died aged 32. Same age as Karen Carpenter and the Carpenters. 32? That's no age. I know. Chokes me up just thinking about it. And Dad? Brain tumour. He was 50. Just like old Steve McQueen. I'll get someone to take you up to visit their graves, seeing as it's a bit warmer now. Are you still with that rotten traffic warden? Johnny was a copper. Not a traffic warden. Who is Johnny? John died shortly after your retirement. Oh, they're dropping like flies. You look well. Well, I got engaged a month ago. I'm soon to be Mrs Millicent Salmon. <sighs> look at me, Sapphire Ring. Salmon? Salmon, that name rings a bell. Customary was, it turned out he hated jocks and was only coming in to sweet-talk me at the Romeo. Oh, congratulations. Cheers, Frankie. That randy son of yours hasn't been in to see me. Rick was in soon after he finished with Scott. That was a messy split. Rick's fine, though. He's got thousands of friends on Facebook and Twitter, so he'll bounce back stronger than ever. No danger. Well, maybe he'll settle down with a girl now after going to bed with every Tom, Dick and Harry. Oh, you. Gosh, some things never change. I still don't remember seeing Rick in this house. We came in together on your birthday. He bought you that very jumper, cashmere. Hope them stains come out. Rick should never have chosen lilac. Yeah. The candles, I couldn't blow them out. That's right, and you laughed when Rick said he was sorry he couldn't arrange for Bo Derrick to jump out of the cake in her swimsuit. You idolised her. I don't remember any of that, Millie. Oh, I don't think you do. All these people get visitors every single day. Your son's coming over from Toronto next week. Rainer's got a month off from the laboratory. Rainer? Rainer's coming here? Yeah, with his wife and the new baby boy. Your granddad is scrumptious little Benjamin now. Am I really? Yeah, see, you'll have plenty of visitors tripping over you. Who else is coming today? Well, Mr and Mrs Hamilton are popping in later. Oh, no. Our vile bosses. That's mild. I maybe used to call them and scumbag. Oh, don't just start me off on that pair of... Of course, they're not Mr and Mrs Hamilton anymore, because they're amicably divorced. Can't anyone stay together, like the good old days? Mr Hamilton's got himself a lovely Thai bride, and Mrs Hamilton's living in sin with Jasper the dancer. But he's as bent as I park corner, isn't he? Well, she thinks she's going to straighten him out. What about Master Daniel? Master Dominic, you mean. He's working in Disneyland, Paris now, as Goofy. <laughs> in his element. Take me back to the shop, please. But you don't work there no more, darling. I want to see my old chocolate shop. It's gone mid-January after 45 years. Didn't have the art to tell you, Doug. You're going to have to face facts. The place closed down. Close down? No! Shh. 
It's a boutique now. Very chic. I can't give up with all this. Everything's going... Oh, Frankie. I ain't seen you like this. You ain't the same Frankie Finch. I've lost my old brother. That dreaded snake of a disease has robbed you of everything. You won't leave me, will you? No. No. Not now. I've changed my mind. I don't know what you're talking about. Mr Salmon's outside, in a cab, waiting for me. We're supposed to be on our way to the airport. You're going on holiday? We was emigrating to South Africa. I intended as family there and he wanted to go back home while there's still a few years left in him. He's in textiles and fancy setting up business in Durban, but I can't go with him. I know that now. I had a moment of madness. I'll never abandon you. I can't. You come first. I'd better tell my fella it's off. I... I do love you, Ivy. Ivy? I'm not your wife. I'm Millicent, your sister. Look after yourself when I'm... What are you on about? You'll probably outlive me, you rascal. What with all the grub you get in here? I will not. I hope you do, cos I don't want to be left behind. I don't like it here, Ivy. When are we going home? You are home, Frankie. Am I? Yeah. But it it doesn't feel like my house in Muswell Hill. You don't live in that little bungalow no more. Has anyone seen her yet? Who? Nurse Alice? Millicent. My baby's sister. Where's Millicent? I'm here, Frankie. I'm right here. Let me hold your hand like we did when we was kids. Come on. Your hands are nice and warm. Warm as toast. And yours are like mini icebergs as usual. Cough. You could play join the dots with all your liver spots. You've got great big hands for a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about King Kong. Like a pair of boxing gloves, aren't they? Still... They came in handy that time you was picked on at school. Your Millicent came charging to the rescue, didn't I? You're not Millicent. I am, Frankie. Of course I am. No. I hadn't seen my Millicent for ages and ages. I do miss her. You've been listening to Dark Centres, written and directed by Carl Chetty. Frankie was played by Sir Derek Jacobi, and Millicent by June Brown. Mrs Hamilton was played by Helen Lederer, and Mr Hamilton by Christopher Ryan. Dark Centres was a Carl Chetty production. And you can hear all three in our special trilogy by trawling back through the Distinct Nostalgia feed wherever you get your podcasts. This programme was a Distinct Drama presentation.